Hello, everybody, and welcome back for episode 23 of Lady in Black. I'm Danielle. And I'm McKenna. So today we are going to head to Italy, and we are going to talk about um, Pavalia Island. So do you know anything? No, nothing. Nothing? nothing. Not a thing. I mean, I say that now, but once you start like talking about things, that might change, but nothing comes to mind. Okay. Okay. That'll be fun. So this island is located between Venice and Lido in the Venetian Lagoon. So there is a tiny canal that divides the island into two parts, and it was first written about in history in 421. Wait, 421? Mm Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Yeah, it's old. So it was first populated by people from Padua and Este, and... um. These people fled there from barbarian invasions. So it started out as like their safe place. So in the ninth century, the population started to grow and eventually it was governed by a designated podesta, which was like their chief magistrate. Okay. So it like went from being like a little sanctuary for refugees essentially to an actual like town. Yeah, like established. Mm Mm-hmm. So in 1379, Venice was being attacked by a Genoan fleet, which led to the Pavalia residents being transferred to another city. So they took them all off that island for safety. So it was abandoned after this. um, And then in 1527, it was offered to Camaldoli's monks and they refused it. Uh Uh-oh, I don't like that. They said, no, thank you. <laughs> That's already scary. Yes. Sketch. So in 1649, the Venetian government decided to build five octagonal forts in this lagoon to help control and protect the lagoon's entrance. And the Pavalia octagon is one of four that are still standing today. So you can still see that like octagonal fort if you're around the island. So this is when things get a little twisted. Oh boy. So in 1776, the public health office snapped up the island and they transformed it into a checkpoint for both people and goods that were entering Venice. So in 1793, several cases of the bubonic plague were reported on two separate ships. So they transformed Pavalia into a temporary supposed to be temporary quarantine station for people who were sick or for anybody that was trying to come into Venice. They had to spend 40 days there. And if you did not show symptoms, you were allowed to go to Venice. If you showed symptoms, you were stuck. You stand there. That doesn't make sense, though, because you're around it, right? Yeah. So by 1805, the quarantine center became permanent. Okay. Plague is still kip- kicking. All right. I, I'm just confused as to why you'd have, like, people that don't have symptoms stay on an island where you're quarantining people, but I'm sure you have an answer I mean, for it's that. kind of like quarantine, like COVID quarantine. When you would travel places, they would make you sit somewhere for two weeks-ish. If you showed symptoms, then you were quarantined for a little bit longer. If you didn't show symptoms, then you were just immediately released on your date. So I'm assuming that they were separating the people who did have symptoms from the people who didn't have symptoms so that then if somebody from the group that did not have symptoms started to show signs, they would get moved. Okay. That because makes this, sense. the bubonic plague is not something that you're going to recover from. Yeah. No. You're not getting better. No. <laughs> so... Napoleon Bonaparte had the Church of San Vitale destroyed on the island, and then he transformed the bell tower into a lighthouse. And in 1814, they did finally close the quarantine station. You didn't need it anymore. So 1922, the buildings remaining were converted into an asylum for people with mental illness. No. Uh Uh-huh. No. Yes. So it later transitioned into a nursing home and long care, like long-term care center, um, and that closed in 1968. 
So there's not an exact date of when this transition happened, but they know that in 1922, it was an asylum, and by 1968, it had transformed into a nursing home. Okay. So the mental hospital was known for reported abuse and horrific experiments because they would allow scientists and doctors with horrible reputations to do whatever they wanted to the patients. So the isolation of this island equaled total privacy. There is a legend of a doctor who believed that lobotomies were the best way to treat and cure mental illness. So he would perform them on literally anybody that he could. There is no number. Anybody that he got the opportunity to lobotomize, he would. And he wouldn't do it in like a not I'm not saying that there's a good way to do a lobotomy, but he did it in the exact opposite of any the worst way, like the worst way, the worst way. Okay, because there was no concern for sanitation. No anesthesia was administered. They were fully awake. There was no pain meds. There was nothing. And he would use hammers, chisels, drills or whatever other tool he decided would be a good one. No. Mm hmm. What makes it worse is that certain patients that he selected would be taken to the bell tower. Nobody knows what he did to them, but you could hear them screaming from across the island. So it was not good. No, clearly not. And he did kind of get his karma, according to this story, because it is said that he was haunted by the ghosts of the people that he had tortured and killed. And he eventually lost his mind. So he climbed to the top of the bell tower and he jumped to his death. Some people believe he was either pushed by an angry ghost or a living patient that was like, fuck you. Um, but a nurse allegedly witnessed his plummet and claimed that he survived the fall. But then a ghostly mist covered his body and choked him to death. Okay, maybe he did get his karma a yes. little. Yes, and the ladder that he climbed before he jumped to his death still stands. It's, no, the exact, it it's the exact same ladder. However, they did brick up the windows at the top of the tower. Well, I, you got to do something. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that would... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after this nursing home long care facility closes, the country decided, the country of Italy decided... We're going to use the land for agriculture. But it didn't work and it was abandoned. And it was abandoned due to the soil. So there's only one thing that they can grow in the soil and they still do, and that's grapes. And the reason that they can grow grapes is because grapes can grow in ashy soil. Ashy soil? So... It is said that more than 50% of the soil on this island contains human ash. No. Mm hmm That's a lot. 50%? And we'll get into how many deaths are estimated, and you will understand why. But just remember how they disposed of people in the plague, during the bubonic plague. You would either be thrown into a pit, maybe not even dead, or you were set on fire and your body was just left where it was. I'm starting to like this island less and less the more that you talk about I it. Know. <laughs> it's I know. just, it's going downhill fast. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> there's, there's nothing of this that's good. So we're going to fast forward to 2014, 2014. Okay. Um, Italy auctioned off a 99-year lease of Pavalia Island with the hopes that the hospital would be redeveloped into a luxury resort. So they were like, let's just transform this place into something better. So an Italian businessman was the highest bidder, and he planned to invest 20 million euros into a restoration of the island. However, the deal was annulled because his project 
didn't meet expectations. However, most people believe that his bid of 513,000 euros was too low. So mind you, 99-year lease, 513 euros, 513,000 euros was the highest bid. That is so fucking low. Well, yeah, I mean, for it to be your highest bid, that is, that's not great at all. It's horrible. Like, that is 5,181 euros. Like, 5,182 euros a year is all that this man was going to pay for this. So, he fought it for a while. But he actually became the mayor of Venice, so he renounced his intentions of getting the island. He was like, never mind, I'm good. So in 2015, a private group wanted to raise 25 to 30 million euros so that they could build a public park, marina, restaurant, hostel, and study center on the island. But it is still vacant. As of right now, the buildings still standing are a Cavana or a boat shelter, a church, the hospital, the asylum, the bell tower, and then housing and admin buildings for the staff. So there is a confirmation of the asylum on the island because there is a sign that states psychiatric department in Italian on the island. Yikes. So it's clearly they did use it at some point in time. As an asylum. As an asylum. Yeah. So there is a bridge that connects the two halves of the island. And then on a third separate island right next to it is that octagon fort. And the island contains at least one plague pit. At least one? Like there's probably multiple. Minimum there is one. And... National Geographic states that over 100,000 people died on the island and were buried in the pits. However, Atlas Obscura claims it is more like 160,000 people. So just think about plague pits. People who were not dead yet were put in these pits and then died surrounded by dead bodies. And the bubonic plague was nasty. So not a good way to go. Um, actually, the worst. The worst. The worst. Yes. And there are still human bones washing up on the shores of Pavalia. Gross. Gross. Fishermen do not fish the waters, partly because they are fearful that the island is cursed. And partly because they will catch bones, human bones, in their fishing nets when they fish near the island. So they do not go near there. I wouldn't go there either. I don't want a human bone anywhere near any of the fish that I'm trying to catch. Yeah. So you cannot go to the island. As of March 28, 2022, locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting. If you visit, you will be arrested for trespassing. That bad? That bad. That's bad. Yes. That's really bad. Not good. If the entire government is like, absolutely not. <laughs> They're like, no, everybody needs to stay away. Thank you. Yeah. So all that being said, are you ready to get into the ghosts? I don't know if I am. There's a lot going on here that I don't like. I'm going to ease you in a little bit, and then we're going to talk about Probably the only investigation of this island to have ever existed. You say you're going to ease me in. I'm going to ease you in. The end is always the worst. I know. (laughs) And it's always terrible. It always gets worse. It does. It always gets worse. Mm -hmm. So when people are near or on the island, they almost always report hearing tortured screams. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Yikes. I mean, it it makes sense, especially if there was an asylum there. It went on a lot. Yes. I mean, you have the plague and you have doctors doing whatever they wanted to in Uh this asylum, which is despicable. But yeah. So every person who has snuck onto the island have like 
they've returned visibly shaken. Every single person that has been on this island has returned a little fucked up. Um, And all have reported a feeling like they are being watched. A lot of people have been scratched. They've been shoved. And they have been chased out of the buildings. No, thank you. Mm -mm. So... Both illegal visitors and ones prior to the abandonment report seeing shadows moving along walls when they're inside of the hospital. And psychics who have been brought in claim that the energy is uh, is malignant and the angry spirits are so terrifying that they will not return. They will not go back. They as in multiple? Multiple. This is not good. No. This is not good. No. So... Claims, there's claims that that doctor who jumped slash fell from the tower, that his spirit still remains in the tower. And on quiet nights, you can hear him ringing the tower's bell. No, thank you. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. No, thank you. So, I'm so sorry. This This one's really fucked up. It's perfect because this is coming out like just a few days into October. If you're giving me this warning, I'm really scared. It's okay. I'm really scared. It's okay. I don't think it's going to be. It's going to be okay. Okay. So when the mental hospital on Pavalia was finally closed, the island was sold to a private owner. However, didn't have it for very long before he sold it to yet another owner. And in both cases, the new owners could not spend time there. The atmosphere was what they claimed, like they claimed it was heavy and it was morbid. There was strange sounds. And after this, nobody would touch it. I mean, I can't blame them. It just, there's a lot going on here that's not great. So it has come up for sale several times, but deals always fall through. There was one family, however, that bought the island and they wanted to build a private like holiday home there. So clearly money. Um, They got there, settled in for the first day. They were excited. Um, But that first night was so bad that they left and did not go back because their daughter's face was nearly ripped off by an unseen force. No, it was not. Mm hmm. That is, no, that's crazy. That is crazy. You're Mm -hmm. lying to me. I'm not. That's, I found it in like several different articles. How, how does that, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's, I just, I can't, my brain's trying to process, I'm sorry, everybody. I, (laughs) my brain's trying to process how that happened. I don't, just don't, just don't try to process it. Just, we'll just move on. Okay. 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 So people who have snuck on the island hear a voice telling them to leave and not return. And the second that they hear this voice, they suddenly feel a heavy, like oppressive dread. I'm not surprised. No. So when this was a mental hospital, patients would report seeing strange shadows on the wall and they couldn't sleep due to constant wails and crying of unseen people. But the doctors ignored it, chalked it all up to the mental illness, and nearly everybody now agrees that they were most likely dealing with the spirits of the plague victims. These think the plague, like, you will be wailing in pain. You are, that is like, that is such a bad way to die. Such a bad way to die. Yeah. I mean, those people were, that was not a great situation. It was awful and it was one of the worst ways to die. So, yeah. Not a good time. Mm -mm. So, Zachary Bagelbites, the first. The first. Okay. (laughs) Was lucky enough to get to go investigate. Really? Okay. Early days. Gotcha. It is season three, episode two on Amazon Prime. Oh, so very, very early. Very early. It is like prime douchebag era. Prime. It's before the glasses. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the affliction tease. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so they get to go. And 
apparently Zach and Nick. Okay, before I get into this, actually, I'm going to warn you, this is the one and only Ghost Adventures episode that really fucked me up. You said that about the last one. Not at all like this. Not at all like this. The other one was unsettling. It was unsettling to watch. It didn't really fuck me up. It was unsettling. It was uncomfy to watch because you were watching a bunch of people that were uncomfy. There's genuinely two things in this that freaked me the fuck out and I had a hard time sleeping. (laughs) Great. Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's because I watched it like alone by myself at night, but I don't scare easily. And there's two things in this that I just didn't like. And I'm going to show them to you when we get to them. Um, And then gauge your response. I wish you guys could see the, the fear in my eyes right now. <laughs> really should do this on YouTube just for the I'm facial expression. nervous. The more you talk, the more nervous I get. So like I'm I'm like turning red. I'm nervous. We can watch... Um, we can watch My Little Pony after this. I'm going to have to do something because I'm really nervous. I'm sorry if I start laughing. I nervous laugh, but I'm really nervous. We'll watch Barbie Dreamhouse when we're done. Then okay. we'll feel great because okay. I had to do that last night. Okay. So, okay. So Zach and Nick, they've been talking about going to the island for like over 10 years at this point. So this is clearly a lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. Um. They aren't allowed to go inside some of the buildings because the stairs are literally collapsing and the ceiling will probably fall down on them if they like so much as bump a floorboard wrong. But the historian that they have in there, they straight up ask him, like, do you think it's haunted? And he's like, it's absolutely haunted because of how many people died of illness, um, how many people were executed by royalty there, how many people were murdered there. There was also a tsunami at some point that killed a bunch of people there. This island just gets worse. It's fucking cursed. (laughs) It gets worse. Like every time you're like, okay, this has to be the end of it. There's more. There's more. So he also does tell them that um, the island wasn't really big enough for these plague pits. So they would just dump the bodies in the lagoon a lot. And that's why there's so many bones washing up on shore. So the lagoon is just filled with dead bodies. (laughs) Great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Great. Awesome. So literally, if you showed any symptom of the plague during the bubonic plague, you were dumped at Pavilion until you, until you died. So people were brought over there in boats by the plague doctors and just dropped off. And Sayonara. See you later. Okay. So... They all pretty quickly start to comment on that dark feeling. They're already feeling it, and it's the middle of the fucking day. And Manuel, who's their guide, is like so visibly uncomfortable inside there that he literally asks Zach to call him in the morning if he survives the night. And he's not like fucking around with him. He's straight up like, if you survive the night, call me in the morning. He's like, I'll be genuinely impressed. I'll be surprised. Okay. So he will not go into the buildings. He goes like kind of almost into one of them, but he will not, will not go any farther. He's not in there for long and he gets the fuck out. Um, He tells them that they can go inside if they want to. He will not. And then he asks if he, he asks to leave the island. He's like, I'm not going in there. I can't do it. And I want to get the fuck out off of this island right now. He's like, here, you're here now. I'm, I'm going to go. Like I gave you a quick rundown. I'm getting the fuck out. I can't do it. So they get, um, they kind of they go back with him, obviously, and then they get on their boat to go back to the island for lockdown. And their boat's motor will not turn over, will not turn over. They are trying everything. It's it's done. Like, it will not start. So Aaron is like, I think this is a sign we shouldn't go. And then the motor turns over. And they head off. <laughs> so they get dropped off um, right before the sun goes down. They map the X's. They get set up. And there is literally only three of them. This is early days. It is Zach, it is Nick, it is Aaron, and there is nobody else with them on this island. So they're completely alone, and it is so dark that they have to look at their camera screens in night vision to see what's around them. Without looking at the like without looking at the screen, you they cannot see. They can't see anything. So like imagine having only your phone screen to show you everything around you. That's fucking terrifying and I hate it. That's horrifying. They don't have flashlights like nothing. So 
They enter, they pull out an EMF detector and an EVP recorder. And almost immediately they hear a voice on like their own ears. They hear a voice. And on the recorder, you hear the same weird voice, but you also hear a bang. That they didn't hear. they didn't notice. Originally? They either didn't hear it, they didn't notice it. But there is, they heard it, the EVP recorder caught it. Okay. So they've just stepped foot in this building for the night, like this island for the night, and it's like on. Yeah, not a great start, to be honest. So Zach thinks it's a great idea to speak in Italian, which like it is. I'm not not dogging, dogging him for that. I'm dogging him for saying in Italian, I want you to attack me. Why would you do that? Because it's Zach Beggin season three, baby. <laughs> Got it. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah. So they ask, are you a murderer? And then they hear another weird voice, unseen voice. So they say, is anyone here? And the EMF, which was sitting at a two, which was already weird, goes up to a 3.5. This should be a zero because there is no electricity on this island. There is nothing. There's no electricity there. Yeah, there's no way for it. They should have zeros Mm -hmm. and they do not. They have two and then 3.5 spike when they ask if anybody is there. So... They start talking about how their equilibrium feels thrown off. Nick is feeling sick. They start telling it in, like telling this ent- like this island essentially in Italian to use their energy. There's another disembodied voice right after this. And then Zach starts to feel drained. They hear footsteps, like somebody's walking towards them. And then they catch an orb on their camera. So there's then a noise. And Aaron flips the fuck out, claims that a burst of energy ran through his body. They then find a secret room and everybody starts complaining about feeling lightheaded. All of them. So Aaron's not doing good. He's like bent over, hands on his knees, like can't stand up fully. And then there's another orb, same size situation as the first one that goes into Aaron's neck as he's bent over. Then they get an EMF spike that goes from zeros because they pulled out a different emf reader and it was zeros goes to 22.2 then 24.8 and then there's another orb on the camera and then the reader dies wow okay battery drain huge like huge fucking spike battery drain done i mean they did tell it to use their energy they did so they did they got exactly what they wanted yes and then Zach suddenly gets filled with rage and starts fucking losing it. He gets in Aaron's face. He's screaming at him. He says that he like blacks out. He's shaking with rage. He like slams a wall with his like fist and then picks up a clump of dirt. And Nick is like grabbing him and trying to force him out. And he comes to a bit, but and like sits down on the ground right next to the entrance but he won't get out of the building and they keep trying to get him out of the building. And he says he can't, he's like repeatedly like, I can't, I can't get up. I can't. And he's still pissed clearly. And he says, they want us to fucking die here. And Nick basically carries his ass out because he won't go on his own. And he crosses through the fence back to normal, like still shaken, still rattled, not angry anymore yeah like not wanting to kill somebody anymore yeah not trying to like go for aaron's throat so they had been given anointing oil to use um in extreme circumstances by one of their friends who's a priest and they get outside and they immediately do a blessing and put it on because they're like that was not okay and they are standing there and they were literally trying to decide if they wanted to call it or go back in. I mean, I would have called out. I would have called it. But that's just me. I would have called it. Somebody's getting affected like that. You're done. Try it again another day. But like, or get that person out and keep them out. Yes. Like he was clearly being like hugely affected. Yeah. There's, n- I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have gone back in if he does. But so they decide that they can't call it. This is a literal once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't think anybody, unless they have snuck on the island, has gotten to investigate the island. Fair enough. So they're like, we can't leave. 
let's go to the fields, aka the plague pit. So they all notice the scent of fire, like the scent of burning when they approach these plague pits. There's no fire. They're on an island in the middle of a lagoon. They should not be smelling anything burning. And they're standing over a fucking plague pit where people were burned. Mm. So they ask, is anyone out here? And Zach hears a scream that they actually also catch on camera. So every voice that has been heard so far, you can hear it. I don't like that. Yeah. So Zach decides to use a machete that he has to like loosen up the dirt and finds a piece of bone that looks like a chunk of this human skull. Mm. So then they kind of like show the soil as best they can in the middle of the night with night vision camera and it's fucking ashy. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I don't it's like it. It's really crumbly. Like not even crumbly. It's like it's ashy. It's really it's kind of it's gross. So Zach then puts on one of the plague doctor masks. No, he does not. And it is fully stuffed. The beak is stuffed with herbs. Why? Because it's Zachary Bagel Bites the first. No, <laughs> no, you're making all the wrong decisions here, my mans. Yes, because the minute that he does this, he hears a voice and you can hear it on the camera and it says, Zach. To me, it does sound like a seagull, so I'm going to note that. <laughs> it sounded like a seagull, but I can also understand why they thought it said Zach. So Zach or seagull. Okay. Either one. Okay. So he starts asking, do you remember me in Italian? While wearing the mask in the field, he's saying, show yourself. They ask for the spirits to let them know of their presence. And then Nick, Nick tells him to stop talking because he heard footsteps. Then Aaron hears footsteps on the bridge, and then the IR camera light gets knocked off the stand. So, literally, Nick's in the field, hears footsteps. Suddenly, on the bridge, like, it sounds like something ran through the field, ran up the bridge, and hit the light on that fucking camera. Right after they asked it to, like, make its presence known. Yeah, like, show itself, essentially. Yes. So they go into um, the asylum building. They're not really allowed to like hang out in there. So they just go in there. They have an old like CD player, like an old like boombox kind of situation. And it has 15 questions in Italian pertaining to the asylum, like on loop, like on a CD on loop. So they turn that on. They set a digital re recorder and an EM pump and then they leave. 12 minutes in, they catch a voice on the digital recorder saying, come here, I'm here in Italian. Like they, it was so clear in Italian that they were able to get the translation. That's freaky. Mm-hmm. That's freaky. Yes. So then they all separate to opposite areas of the island. I feel like this is not a good idea. It is such a bad move. Such a bad move. It doesn't sound like a good idea. No. So Aaron is in the fields to get the camera, their ex camera, and to take it to the bell tower. So they do check the footage of because they left that camera rolling in that field and then they went out to the field and then they went back, but they left that camera. So it's been going the whole time. Mm -hmm. When they are not out there, there is a random white mist that appears that looks like a figure that like walks off in the field. Mm -mm. They also captured voices. Icky. Icky. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. And I feel like there's more, but it's, it's already get, it's a gonna lot. It's going to get worse because Zach goes back to the bad room. Were you like freaked out? Alone. No. Mm-hmm. No. Well, mm -hmm. again, with the bad decisions. Bad decisions. So he immediately hears footsteps near him. Then there is like an agonized moan. So he decides it's a good idea to call it a bastard in Italian. 
he is asking it to show itself and that same orb appears again on camera. So he asks if anyone is in there with him and he hears a voice. The digital recorder also picks up and it says, let's fight in English in an almost female voice. It does not. So this man calls it a bastard and in English it responds, let's fight. It's like, bring it on, bitch. Bring it on, bitch. So the temperature is in the 70s. Zach has full body chills. There is a 10 degree temp drop. And he hears another weird voice. So then he asks, in Italian, are you a murderer, you bastard, you piece of shit? And then there's a hay that's picked up by the camera. Then the camera shuts off. So he has a camera malfunction. Yikes. This is not, this is not going well for no. Mr. Bagel Bites. No. So he leaves to find the guys, and 32 minutes later, a voice is captured on the camera, the X camera that's in there, saying, bye-bye. It is clear. It is mocking. And when it when I heard it on the TV, I got full body chills and was, like, disgusted. So I'm going to play it for you. No. it. <laughs> no. I'm going to play it for oh, you. Okay. That is so clear. Bye-bye. It is absolutely taunting the shit out of him. Literally, it's just like, oh, we were going to fight, but I guess you pushed out, so bye-bye. Bye. Did my job. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It is. For me, that was like the final straw of this episode. I was like, because it's at like the very end of it, and I was like, this has been too much. <laughs> I also showed you the plague pit situation with the white mist Mm -hmm. did you see the white mist i did and you heard the really creepy voices there's yeah there's a lot of them there's at least two there's a Mm -hmm. male voice and there's a female voice absolutely for sure absolutely or at least like a more like masculine toned voice and then like a more feminine so like it could have been like a younger boy maybe but Mm -hmm. sounded like male female Mm -hmm. situation so nick nick goes to the chapel And he's telling it to use the camera, like the camera battery's energy, to use his energy. And there's a random, like, what they say is a voice, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. It sounded like a bell to me. And I didn't like that because of the bell tower situation. It sounded like a little chime or like a little bell. So Nick walks out of the hospital room. He sets up a camera in the hospital room. He's in the chapel hanging out. While he's in the chapel, the hospital room camera picks up a moan and a really odd, black, misty shadow. And this, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm going to make you watch it. (laughs) Yeah, of course, because if you don't like it, I'm magically going to. No, I know you're not going to. I just need you to understand how fucking horrific it is because a black shadow on the wall doesn't sound bad but i'm just gonna just gonna show you gonna introduce me to your pain yes okay my pain and suffering okay (laughs) congratulations Mm -hmm. no that it looks like arms it does reaching down to try to grab something and i hate it no, I-, I really don't get super freaked out often, but I like if I was there, I would have called it. I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm not fucking with whatever is in this. Like it's don't like it. It's, it's too much. <laughs> that it is, is like it's too much. Yes. Like that's why I'm saying like this fucked me up. This fucked me up last night. I don't like that because that makes me terrified. It's really scary. If you guys haven't watched this episode, I would recommend it. Zach's really fucking annoying because it's like early Zach, but not that he's not annoying now, but um, the evidence captured is just, it's a, it's a lot. It is a lot. So Nick walks in shortly after this because his camera malfunctioned. So okay. two of them have camera malfunctions. Mm-hmm. 
He walks back in this room. He has no fucking clue about this moan. He has no fucking clue about this nasty shadow. Yeah, he has no idea has that no it happened. no idea anything happened. He walks back in to the X camera to say that his camera malfunctioned. And he asks it to make a noise. And there's a voice and a thud. And then 43 minutes after he left the hospital, the, the X camera that's in the hospital room picks up a scream. Like a whole ass scream. Like a whole ass scream. Yikes. Yes. So Aaron is in the bell tower at this point. So Nick's in the chapel. Zach's in the bad room in in whatever room that was. And then Aaron's in the bell tower. So he asks if that's where the priest jumped and fell to his death. And he sneezes. And then something bangs nearby him very loudly. He asks if that was him, meaning like, is that the priest and catches a weird, almost like screeching voice sound. It's, it's, it's another gross one. It's another one of those like, ooh, cause it doesn't sound, it sounds like a fucking banshee scream. So it doesn't sound like a, like a voice trying to say something. It's no, just it's like, like, a, like a, a screech. Okay. So he hears another loud thud. And he was clearly standing still. So like it is not him. Um, And then his camera stops recording and then picks back up again. So all three of them in three different areas of the island all by themselves have camera malfunctions. Yeah. They have like pretty decent camera malfunctions and like issues. They've had a EMF reader die on them they've had camera malfunctions they've had a light knocked down like it's a little it's a little spicy Mm -hmm. so for me that investigation felt like a lot (laughs) I don't know like again like I don't know if it's because I watched it alone like at night or what but like the shadow the bye-bye those were the worst for me because something about it did not it doesn't feel right no, it doesn't it feels, feel it's it doesn't feel right. No, it, it almost feels like it's purposefully taunting people like people are taunting it. And then I mean, it the bye bye was 100 percent like, yeah, bye bye. Like, oh, and that shadow just looks like it was like reaching. It does to find Nick. something like yes. it just ugh, hated it. I think it's because it looks like claw like hands. It does. It really it looks does. like two claw like hands just like reaching down from the ceiling and I just don't like it mind you this is a fucking island there's nothing outside there's not cars that can cast weird shadows there is nothing outside they're the only three people on this island And this island's not big enough also for there to have been people around there fucking around with them and them not knowing and them not knowing yeah there's no possible way it was literally the three of them and this shit was just gross so I already know your answer probably, but tell the people, McKenna, would you go there? <laughs> Absolutely. A million percent. That's a no for me, dog. Same. That's a no for Same. me. Same. Hard pass. This is 100% a place that, well, I was going to say, Don't. no, what I was going to say is you could not pay me to go. And then I was like, but you could. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go. Fair. I would have if to you guys want to try, go for it. But you could not pay me to go. I don't. I, I just don't. I don't fuck with that kind of shit. It no. There's no. There way. is nothing good there. Nothing. There's nothing good there. So clearly, it's fucking haunted. Do you think it is intelligent or residual? It is absolutely. I think intelligent. Kay. Absolutely. Okay. I think it's both. I think. Yeah. I think that there's some residual shit just from the horrific pain and suffering but there's some intelligent shit there there's absolutely something intelligent there or multiple intelligent things there i don't know if they're human Mm. the black shadow the taunting bye-bye the taunting let's fight the knocking of a camera the fact that people get scratched that people get shoved people get chased people have things like zach where you get super angry out of nowhere randomly have this entire mood change that is and it's not like 
Like that's, that's not a good sign if you're investigating somewhere. It's one thing if somebody gets like a little quieter and a little more reserved and kind of like goes into themselves a little bit, like mood change. Like if somebody's super bubbly and outgoing gets like a little like quiet, they're probably just a little freaked out or they're trying to be respectful, whatever. But if you are investigating with somebody and they suddenly become filled with rage, get them the fuck out. Yeah, that's not a good thing. That's not a good sign. Them being inside of there is only going to make it worse. Yeah, especially if if he stays. Yeah. Like, obviously, it knows it's amping you up. It's able to get you really angry for absolutely no reason. And if you stay there, it's going to continue to fuck with you. I mean, and it turned him against Aaron. Yes. He was fine with Nick, but I do know, like, him and Nick have a lot longer history together than him and Aaron do. They've known each other a lot longer. I think they're probably a little bit, like, at this point in time, they were a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. But, like... Poor Aaron. Yeah, poor Aaron. <laughs> it just, like, I don't necessarily think it's, like, I don't necessarily know if it's, like, a demonic entity, but it wouldn't surprise me given the history. However, whatever it is just fed off of all of the pain and suffering of that island. And then the fact that, like, people aren't going there often, it's not constantly putting out energy. No. There's nobody there. No, and so it's able to just, like, reserve it and kind of, like, build it yes. up so that when people are there, guess what? And, like, I guarantee you, I mean, I'm not Italian. I don't know any people who are from Italy, but I can probably guarantee that most of them would steer fucking clear of this place. They're not going to go near there. Oh, I'm sure. So. With the history that it has, I'm sure. It's just gross. Yeah, there's nothing that I like about it at no. all. No, I really, uh really kickstarted spooky season in a really fucked up way. My you apologies. You did. That one was a lot. I was. It was a lot to do the notes for too. Um, I, yeah, I can't imagine. Just especially. It seems like everybody has the same accounts of the island and it is always dark. It is always bad. And like the fact that those feelings are dating back to when there was people still residing on the island with those like with the hospital patients like and if you think about it like with the elderly they might have seen shit too and people are just going to write that off as like dementia exactly or whatever you know like people don't believe the mentally ill or the elderly no or even like not. children if they're saying that they're seeing shit like no. it's kind of just like if it's a kid it's oh such an active imagination exactly if it's somebody who's mentally ill you're like well you're crazy. It's their illness. And then if it's like somebody who's like elderly, then it's, oh, it must be dementia. Like people, this happens when people get older. Yeah. You're old so now. Like, it's so easy just to like write it off. But the fact that it's like been reported for so long and like so many people died there and so much fucked up shit happened there. And like there was just nothing good that happened anywhere near I mean, this island. When it really. first started. When yeah. it first started, it was fine. There was nothing really bad. But then once it got turned into a quarantine station, it just was like a fucking slippery slope. Yeah. Just got really bad really fast. And like if you think about like the people that were brought to the island, they were not going willingly. They were being forced. Yeah, there was nothing. So like they're already showing up with anger in their system. Yeah, I mean like anger just like – I mean, a lot of probably hate at that point in time as well. And like, obviously the sadness and all of those, like, I'm never going to get to see anybody that I care about again type yeah. of feelings. And like the possibility that people were burned and buried alive. And then the fact that there were executions that were held on the island. There was a tsunami that killed people on the island. Like there's like so much bad shit just for centuries. Yeah, and just piling up at this place. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a lot. It was yeah, it's a lot. It's I a was lot. really nervous for this episode. Yeah. And you didn't know anything going into it. And I didn't it. know anything, <laughs> and I think that made it worse because every time you kept talking, I got more and more nervous. Yeah. I think if but I I'm kind of surprised that you hadn't heard anything about it, but also I'm not super surprised because I don't think it's one that a lot of people think about or talk about. No, I mean, if you're not like 
I'm sure super if you were... involved or like interested in things like the paranormal. Like I, you know, I've never done any research on anything like this. So like I've never dove really into anything. And well, so... but like also I feel like it's just not like even my friends that are involved in the paranormal in the U.S. This is it's off limits. You can't go there. Nobody can investigate it. Nobody can experience it really like unless you sneak onto it. And it's not the people that are sneaking onto it can't really just go run in their mouths about their stories because they could get in trouble. So like unless you know somebody who went there or you decide to dive into it, you're not really going to hear about it. No. But next week's is one that I'm sure everybody has heard about because today's episode kicked off our little our little run that we're going to do. We just had a bit of like a little a little demon run with, you know, Bobby Mackey's Hellfire Club and Ouija boards. Um, and now we're going to have a bit of an asylum run. Oh, no. Because we are going to be going to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in West and West Virginia next week. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. No. Do I need to get a guest to cover the rest of the spooky season? I, I'll let you know. That's fair. That's fair. I've I've heard about this one, so I told. I mean, I warned you that we were we were creeping up, and we were hitting our climax. I didn't mentally prepare well enough on Halloween. I didn't mentally prepare well enough. I should have done a better job. Well, you have another few days before we record again. Okay, I'll do my best. I believe in you. Okay, I I'm, believe in you. I'm gonna do my best. We'll see where I get. <laughs> Well, hopefully you will be fine. Let's go watch some uh, some Barbie Dreamhouse. Please. <laughs> All right. This has been Lady in Black. <laughs>